with our host, DJ Deuce, Bamboo Bam, and DJ IV. Let's get this show started. Yo, yeah. what's up, boys? Bamboo, how you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Chilling, bro. Chilling, bro. Down here. Look what we got now, man. I know, Frequently I know, guest. I know. It's, yes, it's another so co-host up in the house. DJ Ivy, how you doing, brother? I appreciate y'all, man, having me, man. This is super fun, man. Man, I'm I super happy you. you reached out, bro. We, man, uh, I came down, man. Your hospitality and you guys in the East Coast was fantastic when I came down Canada Day, man. And hey, I'm coming. No, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. go ahead, brother. <laughs> Not a lot of people do come down. So, you know, the people that come down, you're going to travel, we're going to show you a good time. Man, it, it was you know fun I mean? as fuck, man. You're going to get that East Coast hospitality. It was you know great, I mean? man. The hospitality was great. It was funny because I hollered at you on, on Friday. You're like, if you're coming back tomorrow on Saturday, I won't be there, but you're on the guest list, right? Oh, yeah. I so, always take care of you. Yeah, it, it was fucking hilarious. We walk in, but your doorman already took care of us, right? So he stamps us, we go upstairs. Then I mentioned it that I'm on your guest list. And the cover girl's like, but you already got a stamp. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so hospitality was across the board. Like, that's right. when you're yeah. like, damn, this place is great, man. I had a good yeah, time. Yeah, the, the whole crew down there at the Moose is, is great, from the door staff to the bar boys, like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody in between, the bartenders, the management, like, everything that's going on in there, plus all the, you know, entertainment, still yeah, all the, yeah, yeah. the, the other, beautiful place, you, man. other homies holding it down. You missed out on one little situation <laughs> that happened on, on the Moose on Saturday when you were out. I to Bamboo left me with this blonde chick, right? That I assumed that he knew. What's so funny, Bamboo? And she stood I know next, nobody. She stands next to me. She gives him a hug, so I figured they kind of know each other. And she sits next, she stands next to me, and she gives me a shove. And Ivy, man, this shove was like, like, like she hulk like i was like i almost folded in half i was like god damn like i kind of got intimidated i was like and then she's like buy me a shot and i said no i said no she can i buy me a shot i said i will buy 100 beers before i buy you a shot so she gets all mad she whips out a 20 she's like i'll buy you a shot and then she licks me from Uh, my uh, neck what Uh, hold on oh Bam's gonna tell me a story that he wasn't at this is the best part i wasn't there Okay. I'm downstairs. Yeah. She's getting kicked out of the bar. Okay, but she hasn't got Hold kicked on. out yet. Okay, so relax. No, no, so no, 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 because oh. I don't know about this. She's okay. getting kicked out. So I'm like, in my mind, what the fuck happened upstairs that she's getting kicked out? I'm worrying about him, so I go back upstairs. I get upstairs. He looks at me and go, fuck you, bam. <laughs> and, then, and then he proceeds to tell me this. Go ahead. She licks me from here. All up my ear, on the top of my head, and I, dude, I don't even let my dog do this, right? And I looked at her, I was like, what, "What's wrong with you?" And she shoves another girl, and I could just—the girl was little. She shoved me, all right, and I felt it. So this poor little girl almost got demolished, but she works at your club, bro. Oh. But she wasn't working that night, so she goes and gets security. So the one guy comes with me, he's like, oh, "Can you ask her to leave?" I'm like, "I don't even." <laughs> I was like, and good luck kicking her out because she she <laughs> Wow. Yeah, but Bam left me with a psychopath. But good afternoon. <laughs> and she was still outside at 4 a.m. Scotian yep. girls, man. They go in. 4 a.m. I'm leaning up against the fence. I looked over and the bitch is staring at me with her subway in her hand. I'm like, oh my God, she's still here. She's still here. But anyways, we, we got to escape. We escaped. We didn't get hurt, man. Guys, big story, man, this week. Dana White, the UFC mm. president. Gets caught slapping his wife. But the situation is, if you look at the video, his wife slapped him first. 
Yeah. And it sucks. Retaliation, we're all human emotions. He gives her a little whack back, you know what I mean? For people that don't know who Dana White is, and some people don't, he's a UFC president. He owns 9% of the company. He's mm. been part of the, he's been married to this woman for 30 years. Okay. He gets, he goes down to Cabo, Mexico. It's New Year's Eve. It's a little after 12. Some fucking Kung Fu action happens. And what? Definitely Definitely, of liquor. course. Yeah, definitely. You know, <clears throat> now, 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 bam. Yo, you're, 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 the UFC president. You're liquored up like you are at Tootsie. Wife See, comes over. I don't, I don't want to put liquor little... involved in it. I know liquor was involved, but you know, the fact of the matter is, I'm a strong believer in don't touch me, I don't touch you. you're, I, I am. I'm a strong believer in that, right? Because usually, when someone hits you, your first reaction is to hit them back. Oh, I know. You, you, you know what I mean. So I even if even even someone hitting you from behind and you don't even know who it is, it's gonna be fucking Godzilla. You know what I mean. But you're gonna turn around and want to punch the motherfucking face, right? So yeah. And, and it's worse when you're talking to your wife and then all of a sudden, pop. What the fuck? You know what I mean. So the liquor and enhance that shit. But fuck, thirty years or whatever the amount of years they've been together, she said no to touch him. Should know. Should know. You know what I mean? Like the level I, of respect. What are your thoughts, brother? I, I just like you know the the whole like fighting like thing like in the club like she had to know like where she was at. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, first take a swing like, but then it makes me wonder like what did they like what did he do? <laughs> I love you that. know what I mean like because like you're he's in the club with you. In the VIP spot, was that, he, yeah, it looks was like he other looking dudes at too. another girl wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, what what did he do? Like, so it's just it it amazes me to think that like she would take this yeah. it, to a public place like that. Well, I, I like Ivy. I like how you put that because man, mm. look look at the circumstance. Okay, me and Ivy are in the club. We see your wife slap you. Mm -hmm. You give her a slap back. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, as if she fucking hit him. But what'd you do to deserve that slap? What she? What did she find out? Yeah. Thirty years. Thirty years. I done did all sorts of shit over thirty fucking years. <laughs> it doesn't deserve a fucking slap. You understand what I'm saying? If if she don't know by you, now, yeah, you deserve a few a night. If she don't deserve, if she don't know by now, then not hit me. You know what I mean? That level of respect for me at that moment with her went out the fucking window. You understand what I'm saying? She looked at me and said, fuck you. You understand what I'm saying? And that's what it was about. It's not about what he did because it doesn't matter what he does. He don't deserve to get slapped. You said it's emotions. I slap you, you want to slap me back. It doesn't matter what she do. She don't deserve to get slapped. Just so people know. I feel it both I ways. I know that you're you talking about, you throw the word deserve around like, like we're fucking robots here. <laughs> well, we're you're emotionally... Handicap human beings when we're drunk. We're not. We're not there. How many yeah, dumb decisions have you made annihilated? You know, it, everybody it, it, make dumb decisions when they're annihilated. But shit, man, come on, man. I mean, concepts and shit all out the window at two a.m. It's like you know? the whole thing about alcohol is it impairs your decision making. That's right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? True. So like, but the the thing the thing that's crazy uh, about it, you know, and and this is okay. Let's get controversial here. Yes, let's, let's do like, it. Like, <laughs> we've been, we've been like, you know, we've been bigging up women so long. We empowering women. Mm -hmm. We want them to be, you know, we want them equality, like That's everything, right. you know, we've been empowering women. And for a woman of Dana White's wife's 
stature in life. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm. you're Dana White's wife. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know who he is. 30 if, years of marriage. If you, if you put her in a context of, like, the real housewives, mm. Dana White's wife is the shit on mm-hmm. that okay. show. Mm-hmm. All right. Entitled. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nothing can stop me. Um, yeah. She probably thinking she's hot shit and she that's can right. do whatever she wants. True. You back know, to, back so to that respect. That's that's where I think the slap came in because it's like, what? I'm Dana White's wife. Like, I can do what I want to do. Dude, I can smack my husband if I want to smack quote. my husband. Like, that's the empowerment that she's probably living in in, I in agree. the world. Mm-hmm. You ben, know what I mean? I, I don't quote many, many people in general, but 50 said it best. What? If money didn't change you, it's because you haven't made enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you give a woman that's been this guy's he's the the nine percent ownership. He probably has the fucking twenty million dollar salary a year. He is the leader, technically the face of UFC. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're with you're not with this guy for a date. You're not with this guy for a year. Thirty years. Half Things have to like thirty almost. years ago you were probably an average person in an average house. In thirty years, you've been told that you know you're the shit. It has to change you. You're Don't worry about me. nothing. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Like whatever you need. And guys, now this is what I was thinking. I always look beyond all this shit. Mm. You, we all go to Cabo. We do something stupid. Why is there a moron on the main floor with his camera out after 12 a.m.? <laughs> Those That's are the people. the world we live in, man. That's Dude, the world we I'm, live in now. I'm sitting there and I'm watching the video and I'm like, who's the, did the bozo have his phone out there for, you know, like, uh, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. <laughs> I hope I get something. You know, I'm sitting there going, man, like. Like, I'm very happy we didn't grow up in the cell phone era. Because there's two things. I would have been in jail or I would have been on some highlight reels. You know what I mean? Yeah, but back in our day, you know, like I said, we stand in there, boom, a girl slap a dude, dude slap a girl. Yeah. We want to go over and go, what the fuck happened? You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And and back then, in that time, we're like looking at the dude like, yo, you was wrong for slapping the dog. Even though we watched her slap him. Yeah. But where's the accountability for this woman's actions, bro? You understand? Because he didn't slap her first. Yeah. Yeah. She slapped him first. So why is nobody saying she's wrong for what the fuck she did? They've been together almost half of each other's life. No one's not saying that she's wrong. It's just it's just his name's a lot bigger than hers, so it's it's an easier headline. Like like what we're doing here. Dana White slaps his wife. I didn't say she slapped him first and Dana White. (laughs) That's not what the headline is. But that distorts the fact that it should have been Dana White's wife's slapped him. How yeah. about that instead? You know what I mean? Yeah. Put it on her. You know yeah, what I mean? Right now, it, it seems like we're putting it on him. That's not the story, though. Nah. You know what I mean? That's not the clickbait. That's not Big the clickbait. clickbait. All right. Thing. All right. Like, Dana, Dana White's wife slapped him. I probably look past that. See? Exactly. But Dana Thanks. White slapping his wife? Yeah. Because, dude, if you watch these videos. It's like they're really focusing on him. You know what I mean? And, and then you're always going to use men's strength, women's strength, whatever. Um, the, the craziest thing was to listen to him on TMZ the day after it happened. Like media trained responses 
Oh, oh yeah. fullest. Oh yeah. To the fullest. He said the same thing like seven times. He should have huh? said that's what that's how we show our love. Yeah, man. <laughs> she gave me a love slap. I gave her one back. That's, you know? how we, that's how we show affection in the UFC but, family. <laughs> how do I stay in business? <laughs> Honestly, guys, I, I really don't condone the violence between couples and you no, know what I mean. Never, it's just it's just it, it's crazy. I just don't like the fact that it's like he slapped in, but, he slapped the back. Uh, but that's also on. something we don't know. Like, behind closed doors, is this a toxic relationship? Has mm, this been going on know. for 30 years? Is this years? slapping like, normal? Yeah, is that Even normal though it doesn't, it's not normal, but to mm, them, like, do they yeah, give each other yeah. a couple of slaps, you know, on a Friday or with a few drinks? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> you know, a couple, a couple of howler heads. You, and, ever uh, been out with a couple, you ever been out with a couple that's a complete disaster that they won't separate? <laughs> No, <laughs> you're like no, damn no. these guys are better off separate, separate oh, yeah. together but then they're they're in love yeah. <laughs> they love they, each other they love the chaos it's all love when the alcohol's worn off yeah exactly <laughs> that's exactly no i i have you have you i've never been in a situation where a woman slapped you no see i, I mean like my cousin once like, no yeah. see i have i no. literally have and so when Bam's like, I don't know. This is, a, I, I've mentioned this story on here before. I had this psychopath, a friend from high school, known her forever. We, we, we go to Montreal and every year we almost do the same thing, meet the same people. So this is the second time we go down. We go to the hotel, get some drinks. There's a pub down the street and this is COVID time still. Uh, things are starting to open up. You're allowed to sit down, but you're not allowed to stand up. You know, yeah, those, those fucked up, mm, the fucking, rules, you stand up for a second, rules. people are yelling at you. You're like, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm trying sit to down, find my mask. Sit down, COVID. So we get there. She's She's been off all fucking day, right? She starts crying, and then I, I go over to talk to her, and she's telling me I'm not paying any attention to her. Ivy, <laughs> she's married with two kids. <laughs> I see her once a year. Why would I be paying attention to you? I'm paying attention to other women. You know, that's yeah. what I would be doing. Yeah. So so she gets up and she's between me and my friend Jesse. And you'll probably meet him when he comes. He's coming down with me yeah, uh, uh, on the end of the month. So Dude. she so she's like uh she's like, Oh, he's being an asshole. Jesse's like, when? Like when? Like we were sitting at the table. When was he rude? When and she's like, he's not paying any attention to me. And she turns around, Ivy, and she gives me a smack that sounds like a shotgun. Oh. And now every emotion is, is in my body. It. So now my brain is just, is, I'm not going to lie. Women, I'm telling you what I'm going to feel. If you slap me, this is exactly how I felt. <laughs> Time stopped. The first initial thought was blast her in the face with a super punch, flip this table, and beat up the four heroes that are going to defend her. This is what's going through my mind. And oh, way when man. I'm going through my mind, I hear the doorman go, um, ma'am, you uh, just assaulted him. She, he literally saved me from going to jail. Wow. Because what Bam mentioned, your emotions as a human being, it, it's it's not wasn't going to be the right thing to do. What a slap! Who cares? I got over it with a shot of tequila. Like mm -hmm. realistically, yeah. it's nothing. Mm -hmm. But your anger and the emotion and the embarrassment, all this goes through your emotion. Like really, does anyone really care? Does anyone at that bar even remember my face? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. not what you're thinking of at yeah, that the moment. moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. the moment your your brain is you're, you're trying to process all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll tell you the backstory at one day when we hang out, but she was bananas. But yeah, so I've been slapped not too, too long ago because I asked Bam if he ever had been slapped. And then for some reason, I kind of forgot. I was like, shit, that shit happened to me. You know what I mean? And I wasn't going to slap her back. Like I was going to blow off her head with a right hook, but that's what I was going through. That was what, you know, I had to like, oh my God, like. Yeah, my, my girl could dummy me in the club. I would never hit her back. You see what I'm saying? Never. That's love though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, that's not love. That's conditioning. 
It's not it's not even that, man. It's just like, you know, I love my woman so much and I like I know what kind of woman my woman is. Yeah. Okay. And like I'll I'll put it out there, man. My woman was a gangster, man. Like my okay, woman was a because G. she's a because she's a gangster and she was a G. And, but do she know to respect you enough not to put her put her hands on you? In public, yeah. If there she if we came home, she might chuck one at me. You know what I mean? Okay, that's, that's a different story. That's, that's a different story. But, but what I'm saying is, if she ever did it in public, like, I would never, ever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, never in a million years. And not to say that I would do it when I got home. That's right, that's mm. right. You know, um, mm. I would just never do that to her because of the respect that I have for mm-hmm. her. Like, you know, and oh. and... and I know who she has in her back pocket. <laughs> 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 like, like for, forget that. Her I was been missing from the show. We must have known what happened. <laughs> he says, "I know what she got in her back pocket." Hey, bro. Okay. Hey, bro. Man, right. I, I know what I got into when I. When I we love got together, it. Man. Understandable. Understandable. So, it's just it, it, it's just weird that men have a different level of respect for women than women have for men. It's because they know you can take a slap. Or a punch. That's well, that's women, me, women, like I said, man, like women just they, they got that in their mind that they know it's like a it's like a get out of jail card. They know this motherfucker ain't gonna hit me. True. Mm-hmm. He can't hit a woman. Mm-hmm. Like so Feel like, like that for years. You know, yeah. it just yeah. depends and, on the individual. Like And times is changing. Motherfuckers yeah. are not giving a fuck anymore. Yeah, like, you know yeah they pick a great time to not give a fuck. Cell phone <laughs> air in four K. <4K. laughs> Well, great you know. time to fucking stand up for yourself now, hey, brother man. Hey. Brother, brother, they know everybody's filming. Bro- they know should have been smashing them in the oh, 80s, one. you know. Bro- bro- <laughs> brother, I'm trying to tell you, even now, a woman could pick up a phone and say, "He punched me in the face." You ain't even touched the fucking girl. You crossed yeah. town. Yeah. You crossed town somewhere else, and they coming looking for you to arrest you. You understand what I'm saying? So you know what? You hit me. I hit you fucking back. I'm not going away. I'm waiting for the cops. Okay, now my the question I got in this situation here. Now there's been rumors or people, you know, because people are so sensitive today, right? They're mm. they, they they're trying to tell him that they, he should be stripped of being the president of the UFC. So yeah, that's that sh- cancel culture creeping mm. up on you. you know? Okay, um, mm. personally, guys, you guys and, saw that probably saw the videos or heard about it. Like, do you think that this should even affect work? Nope. I mean, if he didn't make those statements about it's never right to put yeah. hands on a woman, like, I think this would have just blown over. You know what I mean? I think it would have blown over a lot easier. But since he's been a advocate for, you know, and yeah. really, like, getting rid of fighters that have been abusive in domestic situations. Like, yeah, I guess so. You know, like, it's, it's kind of like it's... And because he's he borderline there. Is like, it, it worse because it, he's the president of the, you know, let's be realistic, the most barbaric club. sport in the world? Yeah, like, that doesn't help either. But now it's like, does that give women UFC fighters the the like ability to talk to Dana White every way he wants? Like, what are you going to do? You hit me too? I don't like, but, you know. I thought we thought about that. I'm like, you know, some of these UFC women. Are kind of hot. Like, what if you date one and one day she's like, you know what, motherfucker, I could actually beat you. Like, do you have to like defend yourself to the fullest, <laughs> knowing that you've seen her training? You're like, god damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, quick, 
Brazilian jiu-jitsu move. If I go half-ass, she, she might be winning. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they can throw that in that uh, and make you tap out real quick, right? That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. You, know, you can't They don't got to knock you out. They'll just make you tap. Like, I don't want to date one of those girls. <laughs> So I wonder if they'd flex on me, you know what I mean? Make me so, some toast. <laughs> so, oh, bro, so, so definitely throw down on you. Exactly. <laughs> so my so I want to know your honest opinion. Was his reaction a direct reaction of being slapped? Was it a reflex? 100%. I, they, it's 100%. quickly that he, he, I think that as soon as he got it, the quickly, like, you know how quick it was? Yeah, it was pit pat. It was more, it was more of a, of a yeah. Okay, it wasn't he like didn't... he sat there and thought about it for a minute and then went and attacked. And it wasn't yeah. really okay. much of a wind-up. It was like from the hip, like boom, boom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hey, hey, what the fuck you doing? Type I don't even down. think he went full back. No, no, it no. Was just more like okay. a, it was more Bro, wherever his hand was reflex. at to be, like, to, to be like, hey, what, yeah. are you, what are you doing? Right, okay. Now, that's yeah. that's my, my – I just think, I, I you know, you fucking cameraman cocksuckers. <laughs> Keep your phone in your pockets, you dirty like, – this guy's in Cabo. This guy's New Year's Eve. You know, him and his wife probably had life. fucking massive sex. They probably had great time after. And you bozos leaked out some shit that's ruining everything. You yeah. gave us a topic to talk about, you know? Probably mm-hmm. had the fire makeup sex afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the next day, like, bitch, look what's on camera. Look oh, who man. caught this. <laughs> and it's probably man. a TMZ motherfucker that caught it. That he had to go back on TMZ and make an apology. And TMZ's licking their lips, you know? You know what mm-hmm. they need to make? You know what they need to invent? Like, this would, this would change the world. If they had the men in black phaser Ooh. thing that wiped all camera phone <laughs> thing of like oh the instant okay you could set the hour between ten o'clock and three a.m. everybody's everything gone. I like that. I want. I thought. I thought. I would. Me. It was like you know. After I thought I was gonna use it on myself. Like I fucked up again. No, but like (laughs) put it in situations with like you know comedy shows like Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart where they take your phone. Yep. Mm. Or if they could just leave you, have your phone, and just flash that, and boom, everybody's stuff's gone. Like it's like it's like yeah, no, the camera phone, man. It's it's you know at least back in the day when when I was doing stupid shit, and I was caught on camera phone. I just looked like a fucking Minecraft character, yeah, you know, pixelated and shit. It's not me, fuck. That ain't, that ain't me. That. Nope. That's yeah, anybody that didn't have a, didn't have any hair. Don't worry about it. And it's God. funny that there's still today that there's still some of those style cameras in circulation. Like mm-hmm. down here recently, they're like, "Oh, a man assaulted a woman at an ATM," and it's like they was filmed on a potato. Why can we see that? In, why can we zoom in from the satellites of of Earth of space and see and yeah. people yeah. sits on their face? But yeah, you're, here's you're, my house. But yeah. the guy, but the bank has the worst fucking camera system in, on planet Earth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, come on, yeah, it's yeah, so true. It's crazy. It's always the same description. A guy in a black hoodie. Great, yeah. thanks. Fuck. Oh, yeah. We're all going to jail now. <laughs> <laughs> so on the news, lately too, a couple days ago, the cartels going absolutely bananas. Crazy. Going to, and at my next trip, me and Bam, well, we've never been. We've been to Dominican, we've been to Cuba. Mm, I want to go to Mexico. Bro. But this doesn't make I, me want to go. I went to Mexico like 2010. My family, my dad had just got remarried. My mom had passed 2008, mm. cancer. My dad had met somebody new and got remarried and uh, wanted to do like a family trip to like okay. combine the families. Yeah. Right. So like me and my brother and then... Uh, my new stepmom and her daughters and mm-hmm. like every, just just you know to, of course you know just so everybody can have a good trip and we start this new journey in our lives together nice right 
And they were like, yeah, where do we want to go? Where do we want to go? And I was like, yeah, Turks and Caicos, let's go. Like, yeah, they're, like, yeah. they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, so, you know, we decided on Mexico. And I was just like, no way, not going. Like, not going to happen. <laughs> like, all going. the stuff I hear about Mexico is exactly like what's going on right now down there. And I'm not going. Like, it's not happening. And yeah. they're like, no, it's not like that. It's not like that. He's like, you know, even if you go off the resort, like, it's not like that, blah, 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 where we're going. Like, if you go to Mexico City, it might be different. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. So freaking the whole time. So I'm like, you. we get down there. Best week of my life. Really? Went off the resort like three, four times. Went and saw the the, the pyramid things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The mines. Not the pyramids. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Went on these excursions, swimming the in the in the Look you, at know, you did it all bro i will go back there tonight <laughs> i will go back there tonight i loved mexico loved it but like all that shit going on you stay away from mexico for a minute it's scary that's man it. that's it Good and man. even like when we were there like nothing happened and, and this is crazy this is so this is the craziest part so two incidents happened at the exact resort that we were staying at mm. when we were down there uh, one of the head of security went missing, oh. and they found him chopped up in a closet two resorts over. What? Like not while we were there, like uh, like a month after we left. Wow! So that was the craziest thing. And then the second thing was like a couple of years afterwards, uh, the exact resort that we were at had an explosion and killed a bunch of people. Yeah, it's funny. My, so I know. So my friend went to that resort you were talking to. Yeah. He was there a week before the explosion. Wow. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, I was just thanking my lucky stars. Like, none of that happened while we were there. But, like, you know, it's crazy to know, like, that stuff could still happen. Because when Mm -hmm. I looked into it, right? So, obviously, the the craziness is the El Chapo's son, Guzman, got got arrested. Yeah. But I was looking at his dad. Because I know we, we all hear the world... The word is that El Chapo. We obviously we hear it. It's movies, whatever the case. So I looked into him. This guy escaped from prison twice. No, I thought it was three yeah. times. No, no, he got convicted times. three times, escaped twice. Okay. The son or El Chapo? El Chapo. So okay. he escapes in 2001 through a laundry cart with some help of some prisoners that he paid off. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was the tunnel one, which was super yeah. dope. Like right. that one. Then he got, he finally got captured in uh, January 8th of 2016. Mm-hmm. So this dude is like, you know, the fact that he got out twice is pretty phenomenal. You know what I mean? Then his son obviously takes over. He's, I think he's one brother out of the game. I think there's four of them. He takes over and then he, he gets captured and now they go fucking bananas. And I never, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really, like, at first, like, my pops is the news guy. My dad's the one that gets gives me the news. And my dad gives me his version of the news, which always sounds way better than the actual news. <laughs> when I look into it, I'm like, that's not exactly how it happened. But but he, he's like, yo, have you seen what's happening in Mexico? But even he told me one time, he's like, oh, I'm not going to Mexico. Some guy got shot. I'm like, pops, there's a guy that got shot down the street. Yeah. Do you still go to Walmart? He goes, yeah. I'm like, this is a whole country. Someone got shot in the whole country. Someone got uh, shot down the street, and they, they're just to make people realize that when you go to Mexico, it's not a dot; it's an actual country, right? Yeah. But then I turned on the news, and they're they're shooting up planes, blowing up yeah. fucking transports. Like it's those it's are like WestJet flights too, man. Dude, it's next level. I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, man. Now they, for the first time after hearing all the stories and why I shouldn't go, this is the one that hit me. This is the one that goes. Oh, okay. Well, maybe um, maybe we're gonna skip Mexico this time around. Like, this is a little bit insane. And so, Ivy, we were talking about 
Brittany Griner when she got released from Russia, right? Hmm. And they did an exchange. And I mentioned on, on the fucking podcast then, I was like, yo, don't go to Mexico. Because now they're, well, not so bad us Canadians, but the U.S., if they made a trade for someone already, who tells me they're not going to capture a hundred Americans and say, give me El Chapo and his son and I'll give you, cause you've already made the trade. So this is a possibility now. Like you've almost opened it up now to be like, well, we can get what we want. Let's probably do it this route. Now let's, let's, let's kidnap a hundred Americans and see what they can give us. Anyway, coming, you know, because they've done Uh, it before. Well, everybody, you know, they, they underestimate the fucking cartel power. And I, I, I tell people, I say, listen, for the most part, cartel don't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? It's you business. Say you did, it's business. You know, stay out of their shit and you're fine. You know what I mean? For the most part. But the fact that they can fucking do what they did, mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. It's like, how the fuck did they organize that quick to fucking shut down the fucking the province, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. saying... Give me back this dude or nobody's leaving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. They are fucking equipped to fight the government. And the government, nothing against the Mexican government, but they, everybody in the Mexican government have at least one family member that's a cartel member. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's hard. That's hard. That's you know what I mean? They shouldn't have never got that big. Now, Bam, is that a fact or is it a Bam fake fact? Hey, you can call it fake facts whatever you want. But the <laughs> Bam the king of fake facts. Bam, Bam you know, says it with you, you so call, much you, like, You can oh, call really? it what you want, but, but relatively, that's not, it, that's it's, not it's too close. far-fetched, though. Like, no, it's yeah, not I'm too far-fetched, you. but Bam is the only guy that won't, won't do any information and throw it at you like he did, though. That's Because if you think about it, I mean, how did the cartel get so big? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, for the most part, everywhere else around the world, you know, okay, we got a militia party over here. We got this. We got that. These motherfuckers got an economical income that's coming in so much that it's stimulating the whole country, bro. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's at a point where they're transporting money to Mexico to send it back to get it cleaned. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I just find it like, who? how do you get motivated to be a police officer in Mexico? <laughs> like, mm. Who's the next recruits? No, <laughs> it's all right. So we'll go you know on. what? It's probably like uh, like young people that have been affected by cartels. It has to be like yes, yes. I need to get my revenge. Like I'm it has to be, be a police officer. Like you know, at well, I, still, some point, I still think I still think that's like that here, but whatever. But on a different <laughs> scale. <laughs> That bully, I'm gonna get that bully. But it has to be because it's like you watch them; like they're overpowering the fucking police force. Yeah, like it's crazy yeah, how much power they have there. Pretty mm-hmm. wild, man. Now there's only like, what's the next thing? Like, you think that like some other, I don't know, the U.S. government gets involved, sends an army they in there? Like they can't. Why not? Because every 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 other country is gonna say you can't do that. Yeah. Because that you invade, your you're technically invading. NATO yes. will step right up and be like, no, no, nope, no, you can't do it. You <laughs> it's know, just that opens like, the it's, door. It's just like how, like you know, with the re- Ukraine and Russia stuff, like nobody can step in there, like because you can NATO, drop off guns, but you can't technically fight for, with them. You, you know, go. it's no. just it's part of that all that NATO treaty stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Like because there's that. Know, you're right, because there's that movie with uh, what's his name, Tom Cruise, when he was the pilot, you know, and he's dumping, and they were the, the, the U.S. government was like, go to Nicaragua and dump off a bunch of uh, guns, and so they could fight th- their own bullshit, but mm-hmm. we'll help them, but we can't be a part of. It. Yeah, it's got to probably be a situation like that. Mm-hmm. I just found like I just know um, this woman. She's a bartender, and she's, she she has pictures that she's on vacation. And I go, where'd you go? And she goes, 
went to Mexico. And I'm like, are you, are you crazy? Right. If you listen to this, if you're alive after, are you crazy? Like, why'd you do that? Like, hey, bring your ass home. Stop that, this should have been a, maybe, maybe Jamaica would have been a destination. You should have switched to like, yeah. switch yeah. something around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary. Um, yeah, if, you're, if you're flying into war, then you know you got to take any consequences that come to that. There like, you go. There you go. But you, know? you find that these like these airlines have to step in and be like, "Yo, we can't ship you guys there." Airline is uh, they don't give a fuck. They, they don't care, man. As they long as they're care. making their money, mm-hmm. you know. I'm still waiting for my airline to cancel my trip to go see you guys. I'm still waiting. I'm, every day I open my email. <laughs> You, you, I think I'm gonna coming, get the day of. Who are you flying with? Who are you flying? Okay, with? I tried to go. I, I went cheap, right? I went yeah. with Swoop. Yeah. Uh, when I went saw you guys, I was like, "Fuck, there and back." What was it? One twenty. One twenty, twenty-eight, something like that. Some, yeah. No, no, no. It was two something with my bag, with my carry. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There and back. This time it was one twenty something with Swoop. Next day they canceled on me, so I went with Flair this time, and I got it for like ninety-seven there and back. Yeah, those are the two new ones, scary that ones everybody's talking shit about. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and it's crazy because they're just like like sub companies off of like West Shit. Yes, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. That's like exactly that. it. Like, so like, the price on, is man. so goddamn right. I'm like, man, how can I not? Like, I can't waste a hundred bucks of fuel to come there and back. You know what I mean? So yeah. just for me, this is this makes no sense. I was yeah. looking at going to Vancouver and I found one in like the end of March for like three days. I think with a bag was like two hundred and twenty dollars there and back. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But it's then true. again, you got to take the risk of them saying, "Oh, we didn't fill up the plane." It's Sorry, buddy. It's beautiful to have the option to fly cheap, but it's so much headache. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that you just unexpected headache that's gonna come with it. Yep. That you know, like, oh, that's why it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I, I tell Bam, I'm just waiting now. Hopefully, <laughs> that swoop actually canceled there so hopefully every moron from swoop goes to flare and fills up that plane and we're good to go good, you know what yeah. i mean so we'll, we'll wait and see we'll find out i'll be i'll be at the airport going live telling you guys what's going on and if the security guards got me well then you know what happened you know we'll reach out to Powell airlines try and get that private yeah be like come on man fire us in man we need some shit so ivy i yeah i'm the gram man you pop something up on the gram yes. let's pop this thing up here I frequently pop things up. On All the right. <laughs> it says, it don't matter if you released 50 tracks last year. True. If none of them bang, then you're just stuck in a cycle of self-satisfying your ego by pumping out quantity over quality. Is that, that's facts. But I, yeah. I replied. I said, yeah. that's facts. That's exactly what I've witnessed since mm-hmm. the independent scene has been bigger than ever. Do you want to, you want to say more on that, Ivy? I just see like a lot of a lot of guys and you know females as well, but yeah. uh, you know just getting hella braggadocious about the work they're putting in and and all that stuff. And and don't get me wrong, like I I think like if, hey, if you put fifty tracks out last year, that's great. You're you're working your muscle, you're mm-hmm. building it up, but like. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really got bragging room to be bragging that you put 50 tracks out if you ain't got one that hit. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? Oh, yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. if you don't got one that we can put on in the club regularly or it ain't you hollering over auto-tune or, you know, trying to sound like somebody you ain't. And, you know, I think just, everyone sounds the same. Yeah. Everyone's good. I'll t- I, I can literally say, yeah, this is all pretty good. I, I get lots of tracks sent to me. And I'll listen to them one time. 
because I'm like, I'll, I'll give you the respect. And I'm a, I'm a respectful guy. I'm not the guy that turns it on for 10 seconds. I'll give you the three yeah. minutes of my life for you. I, 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 give, will... I give everything to listen. You know and then I mean? everything like, gets a fair shot. Yes, and I'm like, okay, I, I, you know, I like, I like that, you know, the, the lyrics are good, cool. But did it catch me? Has it been something that I, that I I'm gonna add to my playlist? No. And that's and, the big thing is like, if you don't got something that I can continue to bump, mm-hmm. you know, it, either like personally or out in public, like yeah. you know, if I don't like. If I just like it enough to enjoy it while I'm at home smoking or something, like cool. But mm-hmm. like, if if you don't give me something that I can share to everybody else, then why is you bragging? <laughs> you know, yeah. like what? Yeah. Like you know, you put out fifty hot plates of garbage. Like you know, mm-hmm. like I, uh, I, 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 the work ahead, ethic, the work, the work ethic with. With all independent, I, I give him credit, man. I yeah, really the do. work ethic is great. I, I, like, I, really I, do. I love seeing dudes and, and, and ladies in the studio, you know, collaborating, doing great things, like mm. picking each other up. It's good, but like, you know, don't let them gas you up to just say that's fire when it's, right. you know, I, loop, I hear that. Lukewarm, like, I just find it, they, they come up short when it comes to the promotional part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a well, lot they of, think lot they think that. Instagram is promotion. They just think if I'm going to post my track on the gram on TikTok mm. that day, I'm finished. That's the way they, I assume that they call promotion. They don't mm. understand the the live show promotions. You know what I mean? Mm. The meeting people, DJs. Hey, is this track great? If mm. it is, if he loves it, he's playing your track. You just took it from him spinning it to hundreds of people now. When you're at home, like mm. they just figure that. It's out there. Guys, there's so much music out there. If you think that Ivy's going to go through a billion songs a day to find one that he's going to play in a club, you got it wrong. A lot of artists put it out and just think that that's their due diligence mm-hmm. of like putting and, it out. Like, you know, that's, I. what do you mean? I promote, I put it, I put it out, I put mm-hmm. it out. You're like, how, yeah, but did you send it to any DJs? <laughs> I mean, how many, how many tracks that you've heard and go, ah, it's, it's all right. But then when you seen the live performance, you felt the track different. You, you know yes. what I mean? You get two different. You get you get two different. Like, okay, I see why it's a banger because listening to it, he didn't have that feeling that he's performing it with. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, vice yeah, versa, yeah, yeah. in the sense yeah. of the performance on the record is fucking insane. But when you see him perform, you're like, oh, he dropped the fucking ball. You know what I mean? Like, so they they need to get that both lined up perfectly. To make it work, you know. Yeah, because the first thing you said when you moved when you moved out to East, right? And you said there's there's some good there's actually some great artists that were actually living near you at the time. Yeah. And you just said, yo, you're, they're banging out a song every week. That's the first thing he said to me, which is mm-hmm. totally weird where we're from in our mm-hmm. era too. We're like, yeah. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, they're just putting out a song and then moving on to the next one. And I'm like, huh? Like, I'm so like, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? You know? No like, promotion, what? no, 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 nothing. It's like, dude, get on it, promote it, push it. You know what I mean? Just. Put a little effort into what you're doing after the fact instead of thinking about the next track. You know what I mean? Because you got time for the next track. How about you get this But track? how how does K okay, bam, I'm gonna you you're an independent artist, okay? You're mm-hmm. coming out, your your next single's fire, okay? Mm-hmm. Come down, we do a video, we edit it, everything looks good. How do you think promoting it? Like 
you have to understand me. This is, I'm looking at the business aspect of it, and it's this is today, not not when we were not in the '90s and early 2000s when we mm. were pressing CDs, because I think there's still were money to be made selling CDs out of a show or out of a trunk. Mm. Talking mm-hmm. about today, with Spotify giving you fractions of pennies and shit, what's what's your like? Let's say like even if you paid me to edit your video, I, I'll give you a deal like Troy does, 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Now you got studio equipment, your time editing, uh, you pay your distro kid a certain fee right. then you put it on do you like how much you're like how much you got to do to just get that return alone on that on you got to do quite investment. a bit to get that return you know what i mean so now you got to spend it, more money on advertising that's going to add on to still have to get back in return which was which was part of the original format in the first place you understand yeah. what i'm saying because if you think about it before noe dropped that album he did you heard about that album three months ago Okay, yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So that so it was already set up. That promotion that we're doing after the fact now yeah. was done before. You get That's what I'm right. saying? That's For right. the anticipation of okay. shit. We done put $100,000 into the promotion and we just went platinum. We and got then, our, and then we the got tour starts and then you start the, performing and stuff you, like you that. You see what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that was the record label's format. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how they got a hold of everybody's masters and so on and so on. But the independent artist is like, oh, I did the fucking song. Boom, put it out. It's everywhere. Now, how do I get everybody to come get there? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They didn't do any forward promotion and after. You, you okay. see what I'm saying? Okay. That's non-existent anymore. I don't you know even I mean? think they feel about, like, they don't even contemplate, like, how do I get people to come mess with it they just put it out and expect it generically to just hit yeah you know like a lot of people just like oh well i I, like i said like oh i put out this many songs i put out this many songs but yeah well like what was your budget for promo that's exactly i I didn't put any promo i was like what like you didn't take out facebook edge that's what i'm saying yeah yeah you know you didn't do any any promos like no no. like i just expected everybody generically flock to my shit like you know know? and and that's that's the the era of my homies tell me the shit is good but behind my back they're like "Eh, this shit is garbage and they're not going to help you because everybody is stuck in this um internet scenario of i got a thousand friends or 10,000 fans or 20,000 friends. Mm-hmm. And if I put it out there, they're going to share it. Yeah. Not, they're not going to do it. No. You know what I mean? They're not going to do it. They might look at the video. We got 10,000 views, but it stopped all of a sudden because they didn't share it. They didn't play it with their friends. So what you got to do is ignore your 10,000 friends and try to get 10,000 people that you don't know. Yeah. You understand no, I, what I'm yeah, saying? I totally, I totally get that. Because yeah, I, they will share it because they like, yo, did you hear this shit here? I don't even know who this fucking dude That's is. That's right. Where is he from? Yeah, but you've also talked about promoting outside the country is even That's a right. fucking genius idea. You know what I mean? You, like, you got to promote elsewhere, you know? Yep. And yep. people don't get that. The people that don't don't know you will treat you better than the people that know you. A hundred percent. I know. I mean, what's, what's your thought about like, about like streaming platforms like Spotify and Amazon Music? What like? I think for me, it's you went. This is my opinion. I want you to. I want to. I want to know your opinion on this. This is what I think. You leave a record label. You're like I don't want to get signed. I want to be independent. But then you go to Spotify. It feels like you just went to a Spotify label. Mm. Yeah, but getting... it depends on the route you take to be independent. Like yes, you know, if you're just going to upload your tracks to these streaming services, like you know, you're doing yourself a big, like yeah. It, injustice by yeah like, i agree you know that's only one like streaming is one avenue 
Yes. Mm-hmm. It's one avenue. These I days. agree. You know, and they're there and they're going to be they're They're able to get your music out to the masses to where people are consuming right now these days. But like it's only one S it's only one Avenue. Like you probably have better um, luck putting on TikTok. It's true. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where you probably have better luck. Like, you know, it's if you want to actually true. sell stuff instead of just streaming it, like Bandcamp is probably your way to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause then you're actually getting the money, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, right off rip. Um, and, and you know, like th- there's a lot of places. Like I've used TuneCore for years. Mm-hmm. Um, TuneCore to upload like you know projects like, uh, yeah. it, but it, you know, and that gets it to all the streaming services. But like, that's just like one thing. It's like okay, well now we got to get, now we got to look for like sync placements and 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 stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, there's there's multiple avenues like hitting up YouTubers like. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, influencers yep. like you know, hey, I got this music. It's like, funny you say that. It's all, it's all sorts of avenues to go. I mean, shit, if you can get your song in a commercial, the residuals alone from that is, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. What, well, what happened well, you, getting your song in a movie? We had, we had you know this young, young. That's true. There's um, there's a young DJ we had on here. Remember um, Avery? And mm. I said she doesn't do. She doesn't even do live shows. She's literally a TikTok fucking DJ that gets that's paid. Crazy, man. To DJ on TikTok That's and crazy. artists pay her to DJ her track, their tracks on her TikTok. And she has two hundred forty-five thousand followers, and I'm like, the world is so changed. I'm so old. It yeah, probably sweating buckets if she had to go play live. Yeah, because I'm like, how do you like it? She goes, I got, I got so scared. I'm like, yeah, that was the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a whole yeah. crowd that you never met, and you got to <laughs> rock this party. Mm-hmm. Because the night's on the DJ's shoulders. Because if he sucks, we'll go to the club next door. And where yeah. you're at, Ivy, there's clubs all over you. Oh, there's all oh, around, walking distance. So yeah. the game's on. When you play, press play. She's on TikTok, and she's like, yeah, I get paid from TikTok. And uh, artists, you know, we sign a quick contract, and I play their music for X amount of times, for X amount of dollars. And my mouth was like, what the fuck? I would have never even thought that was even an option, but it is. But like even like like when the pandemic hit and everybody jumped over to Twitch, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if you're if you can make that avenue work for you, like you don't have to go DJ clubs. True. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. have to go. Like you could just literally set your schedule, go online when you want to go online, play what you want to play. You don't gotta worry about requests. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? You don't gotta check the vibe if you're not playing right <laughs> switch it up like what do you, you know? mean ivy ain't gonna tell people to fuck off when yeah. i went to say what's up to ivy in the booth i remembered how much i hated it in two seconds there's some fucking girls with their cell phones in their faces right oh. away play this. i was like play, oh play yeah i remembered how much i hated this play by bunny. like no we're not when you, you're playing it next you're playing play it next you're like bitch i don't even know what the fuck's going on I'm, right now i'm not even joking i had last sunday night like i play every sunday at the moves and I do like video mix shows, so like That's I play dope. all the videos and shit. Mm. And uh, you know, it's it's a little harder to get the videos. I could imagine. You know, mm. I mean, it's a little harder. I have a great streaming service that I get a lot of videos from, and uh, they're they're pretty consistent, pretty on point, pretty up to date. Yeah. But there's just some stuff that I get requests for, and I just don't have it. That's right. Right. So like, you know, this this one girl come up last week, and she must have came to the booth like 
15 times <laughs> like every every and like you know i would be playing stuff and then i'd like play <laughs> keep it current and then play a couple old school joints <clears throat> and she'd come up and be like we drunk we don't we, you know play some new shit play some new oh. shit we drunk we don't want to hear this old shit i'm like girl this song's like three years old i what know what they about? consider like, old is yeah. like it's fucking not old i you know, know. Old school now. If it's past two years, like mm-hmm. Ivy, it's like Ivy. You gotta play tomorrow's <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know, and it's just like it, it was just like it drove me nuts because I like I wanted to tell her like you know if this is the way you want to be like just go home and play it on YouTube like mm-hmm. go home and, and listen to yourself. Like, when I was young to the club. First of all, we never had the boss to bug a DJ. That was me personally. Never. That was his fucking set. Never. You went up there. Yo, I'm going to ask him to play this. I'm like, yo, you're fucking going. I'm not fucking bugging him. That's how mm. I felt, okay? Mm. And he would drop new joints that you'd be like, yo, I wish I had a Shazam back then. I was like, but yeah. I didn't know what the fucking <laughs> song was. So I came back to the club. Now they're trying to fucking dictate the night. They yeah. have their phones and this and that. It's like, relax. Like, yeah. they paid you to be there. To entertain the people, be entertained. Shut up. And I find if you don't play that 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 request right away, it's like you're ruining their whole night until the song is played. Yep. So you're telling me there is no other song that they're enjoying until that one comes on? And they expect it immediate. <laughs> they want instant gratification. They want you to play it next. They want to know like, wh- what do you have? Yeah. What, oh, what music yeah. do you have? Yeah. Like, well, I have thirty thousand songs. Oh, okay. So like. <laughs> Yeah. We're not gonna go through this all night. Like, tell me next, what you want, and we'll we'll get it in the mix. Like, oh, you know, Ivy, Ivy, next time they ask you what do you got, see, I got every song on the planet except the one you want. Yeah. Dude, I, there, I don't remember what track it was, and I should have remembered this. Some girl bugged me to play this one track that I didn't want to play at the club, and I went on iTunes and I deleted it in front of her face. <laughs> so I don't even have it. It's deleted. It's gone. I'm never playing it. Her face was like. <gasps> I wasn't the nicest. I'll tell you that, man. Terrible, I was just like, terrible. get away. Fuck off. I, I, like, the clubs weren't so bad. I used to stick a security guard there or Jesse used to come and like, you know, just deal with them. Mm-hmm. But then it's like when I started DJing at tailgaters or like weddings where people were actually like on me, I was like, oh, I'm not used to this. I'm like, get, get away. <laughs> don't touch me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't like, I, talk I, to you. I don't mind it, but I don't like it. Like, I don't mind taking a request, but I just don't like it. Like, I would rather it just never happen. Or but if a request could be a great recommendation. Yeah, like, I've it's found great. some bangers off requests. You and know it's I mean? fine. Okay. But you still got to find the timing of when the play. It's, exactly. it's for the people that don't know over here. DJing is called BBMs, right? So if you're giving me something that's a 110 and I'm at 89 right now, it's yeah. kind of like, like, let me build up to that a little bit and I'm going to drop it in, a, you know, some track. Yeah. But yeah. no, they want you to fuck up, sound like a fucking tool mixing this shit to, 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 to entertain back, you. Just to double back on la- the same girl that was bugging me last Sunday. She she wanted this slow song and I was like, yeah, it's like half the tempo. It's like slow right now. Yeah. Like, it ain't slow. It ain't slow. And I'm like, Wow. Like I know what the BPM is. I was like, it's slow. She's like, she's like, you put that on the whole club. Gonna go oh the yeah. Whole club. And oh, I'm like, the whole I'm like, club. really? Like, and and those like those girls. Like, I love putting those girls on blast. Like, mm. okay, give me I'll name? play. I'll play your request. Yeah. If this club dance floor clears, I'm straight up calling you out on yep. the mic. 
Yep. Yeah. Everybody Straight up. Yeah. What's like, your name? Yo, the, yo, sorry about that whack ass yeah. song. That yeah. girl right there with that. <laughs> yes. She yes. wanted me to play that song. So if y'all didn't like that song, y'all can take out with her. Yeah. There like, you go. go there and then you play put it in your mouth right after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ended the club with that one time last last month. I was just like, I gotta end the night. With I, I, man, that's crazy. It's so no, but the, the it's the it's the um uh everyone's gonna like this song. And I no. used to turn around and be like, Did you take a survey? Did you talk to everybody? She's <laughs> like, No. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? Like, the, get away from me. Like the best ones the best ones are they're like, Oh, well, like the whole club will jam to this. It's like, um, do you not see the whole club jamming, jamming right still? now? Mm-hmm. Like they're everybody's dancing. Like what are you? Oh, talking? I got that. I know. Yeah, I couldn't yeah, handle yeah. it anymore, man. It was. It was. I don't know. I don't know. My patience. I wanted to karate chop people in the throat after. It's like <laughs> it's just. It's too much. It's. It's. You know what? If you don't like what I'm doing, grab some decks. Practice to steal my job. Yeah, just go, go home and, and play it on YouTube. And the thing is, that's like. exactly back in the day. I had to go to a club to listen to a certain song. Everyone has access to every song. Mm. Yeah. And the people yeah. need to understand the difference between a good song while you're driving and that same song might not be good on a dance floor. Exactly. Mm. It's a good uh, jam. I agree with you. Certain songs to smoke to and there's there you go. To party to, like, there you go. Some you appeal know? to the masses and some appeal so to the Ivy, smoke to individuals. I want, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So Ivy, I want I want it all. So you get the phone call, COVID's over, you're gonna come back to work. How did that feel, man? Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was, couple, it was like a couple of months of like, uh, okay, we're ready to do this. Oh, we're not ready yet. We're not ready yet. It was like, oh, we're, we're ready to go next week. And oh, no, we're not ready. It was like, oh, man, it's like, when is this going to happen? Like, that is nuts. But like, you know, I, I, I just knew it was going to happen. So like, thank God, like I'm a patient guy. Like, mm. so I, I just, you know, I know this is coming. Just wait on it and let it happen. And it's once it's on and popping again, it's going to be golden. And, you know, everything that was shitty about not DJing in during COVID has just like, that's just in the past now. You know what I mean? Like it's all in the past. Like, like even Twitch, like Twitch was like the the saving grace. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then like, I haven't streamed in like six, seven months. Like, you know go. what I mean? Like, yeah. I haven't streamed since the spring. Hmm. You know what I mean? And okay. it, and not that I'm not going to not continue to stream. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm just revamping different style of show. Um, if you want to see me play, come to the club. Hell you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I, and I got some great, great, regular, solid fans that come through, like, every stream. Mm-hmm. But it's like... Uh, and, and a lot of them are from away, so they can't get to see me on the regular. Right, right. But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm playing a lot in the clubs now. So, like, I don't really want to be playing all weekends and then come home and then be playing <laughs> sets all the, like, yeah. during the week. Like, I get no, for sure. And, and it's nothing against them because I enjoy the, the time that I had on Twitch. But, like, right. um, you know, it's just, like, I'd just rather put the focus into doing it live. And, yeah. and come out to the club and enjoy. Oh, it. I could. I, I could. The, the way we're supposed. Anyone to, that doesn't like 
that energy live is phenomenal. People don't yeah. understand that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bam, you know how it is. Performing oh, the same yeah. thing. That energy. Just, just getting the people with you, you know? Yeah. It's a different 100%. level, man. It's a different different high. So I wanted to talk a little bit more about, like, you You went on a couple shows with, with Classified, man. How was that? Yeah, yeah we, we, we've been doing, we've been rocking since 2006. So, like, every, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been rocking since before that, but. I've officially been his DJ since 2006. Okay. So like, and I think during it's like since that time, I think I've only missed two shows. Wow. So, you know, like there was just two shows. There was one. It was a New Year's Eve, and uh, uh, I was getting super paid. You know what I mean? So I was just like, dude, like I. It's business, man. Yeah. You know, not nothing personal, but nope. like I, I've I've had this New Year's Eve gig for like three, four years now. Yeah, right. And, and we do it every year, and you know, you're only offering me this much, and if I stay home, I can make this much. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I'm a bow out of that one, and I don't stay home. And and there was like one other gig, I can't even remember what it was. It was yeah, one one other time. Right. And uh, but yeah, like everything we've been doing like together since. 2006. Uh, uh, okay, now I'm going to say this. He's just put out a, a, an album called Retrospected, which is all revisited versions, remixes, versions, acoustic. That's versions right. That's right. Of, of his old songs. There's a couple new songs on there too, but um, a lot of it is just redone and all acoustic. And they went on tour in October, but there was no role for me to play. That's true. Right, that, right. You know what I mean? It's funny because when I saw that album, show, that's the first thing I thought about. Yeah, exactly. Different show, different yeah. vibe. Yeah. Um, amazing live show. Could uh, imagine. He's rocking with uh, O Sound, Owen Lee, and uh, a, a real amazing guitarist by the name of Brett Matthews. Okay. Uh, and, and Brett's got an album coming out soon. Owen just put an album out. Um, Owen's originally from Toronto. Uh, but he moved down here to be with his wife and his children, mm-hmm. right. and uh, been you know just building his career out of out of here, and uh, you know pitch perfect vocalist, pianist, and, and that's and, crazy, and, and just so sick, you know gospel right. sick, you yeah, know? yeah, it's okay. next level, uh, amazing talented artist, and it's like like I remember one time I was playing, and uh, I was playing with a, an artist that I DJ for, her name is Jody Upshaw, and uh, I look over and Owen's on the side of the stage. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, is, is that in a different key? And I looked at my Serato and it was pitched up in key by mistake. Get the, like the not, not fuck. The, not wow. the pitch fader, but yeah, the actual yeah, the key. And I was like, oh my God, the fact that you picked that out like, <laughs> immediately. <laughs> you, know, insane, so like, you know, so so Clash is rocking with some great, great individuals oh. on that whole um uh, retrospective tour, which is like I got like two or three more dates or something like that. A couple mm-hmm. dates coming up, uh, but uh, you know, other than not doing that tour, uh, I've been I'm playing with them everywhere. Man. Been rocking like, with them. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. favorite any favorite shows? Oh, so many, man. <laughs> so many. Like, like uh, I remember we played Montreal one year, and uh, I'm pretty sure the place is called Club Soda. Yep, I'm I think so. Yeah. Sure. Um, 
And we did a part in the song. I used to play bass when I was in a band. Okay. I, okay. I ever started DJing, and my my band broke up. My bass or my drummer broke his wrist, and he moved away. Oh, we fair. tried some different drummers. It didn't work it's out. It's so tough right. to be in a band, man. Yeah, it, it, we just didn't have the chemistry. It just didn't click. And then that summer, I found DJing and just fell in love with it. So oh, I was cool. like, okay, well, the band thing's done. I'm going this way. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean, so I was just like, I got, I got to. You know, I got to itch my musical, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I yeah, have man. to satisfy that itch. So I just started DJing and just went that way. And, uh, but I used to play bass all the time and I loved it. And I still have, like, I have two bass guitars. I love playing bass. Like, um, nice, nice. and uh, we did a show where there's um, a song called Beating It, which uh, he recreates the beat live. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. there was a there's parts in that song where I come out at the end of it because he adds the bass line in no to the song. So there was there was that, and then we we incorporated me playing the bass on a song called Three Foot Tall. Okay. So I would do the intro and then I yeah. would do the outro. Uh, so like, uh, I just remember coming out to the Three Foot Tall at the end of the thing, and they'd already seen me playing the bass, mm-hmm. but. For this part in particular, I just remember walking out and bro, like I literally, like I and it's it, it, so weird to say this shit, but like because <laughs> we were living like rock star life of for course, a long time, man. right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like we done the tour buses and all that shit, you know, mm-hmm. private, private jets and shit like that. But like I literally felt like a fucking rock star oh, when I, I walked out Montreal playing the fucking bass, fucking. People up here, people up there, oh, whole wow. crowd. Like, there's like you know an upper deck to club soda. Now, do you have footage of this? I I don't have footage of that. No, no, but I we have footage have... of Dana White slapping. That's is my <laughs> point. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> might have footage of it somewhere. Yeah, well, the fuck TMZ when you need them for real, you know? But so like, what? literally went out and like just went and uh, like people were jumping everywhere, it's like hands every people on people's shoulders like and That's i just amazing. remember like so, that moment like well i will never ever forget that moment as long as so i dope. and so, how i felt you know yeah, what so I mean? at that like, so at that moment you was like the band ain't working i'm going this way but that moment you was the band. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right. You was the band. You know, and it bass. just felt so good. And, and it's just like, it, it, not that I haven't had those moments from DJing because I have. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like stepping out from behind the decks and being able to come front row with my mans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We class on this side, the mm-hmm. pipe man on this side, Jay Brew, Mike Boyd, like, and we're out there and we're just doing and we're killing it and we're watching the fucking place just go bananas. Nice. And it was just like it just gave me that feeling like I'll never ever in my life ever forget that moment. That's there so you know so what I mean? If, if if there's a moment, yeah, it was it was that. You know, that's what I mean? cool. I like that. Nice, that's a good nice. one, man. That's yeah, definitely... that, that one was super fun. And, and shouts out to Montreal for coming out that night because that shit was crazy. But Montreal's like, one of my favorite places to have drinks. I'm telling you that. That, that yeah, city knows yeah. how to, they know how to do it, man. They know. Yeah, how to do it. I've, I've had some good drunken nights in Montreal. Yeah, they know how to do it. They they do it big. They know how to. They they're I don't know, man. They their game is tight when it comes to the club scene. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. But I want to know why? Why like, we're here in Ontario? We close at two p.m. 
Yeah, Montreal yeah. closes at three. Oh, sorry, two a.m. You guys and Montreal closes at three a.m. And then you guys decide to take the limit to three thirty. We got the cabaret license, man. We got the cabaret. Not all bars, though. Is that, for real? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cabaret. I license. trained my body to drink to two. <laughs> <laughs> so when I come visit you guys, and I don't have an off switch. Yeah. 3.30 is tough, bro. Yeah, I, I've got some DJ friends that just can't do it. They won't DJ. Like, I'm trying to get my buddies, like, to come mm. play at the club. And we're like, dude, I can't do that 3.30 shit, man. Like, Damn. I get it. I understand. But to me, I've been seasoned. That's, like, like literally, like, my first I residency I ever had was a, was a 3.30 club. I learned to play marathon sets oh, because man. of the 3.30 Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like oh, there was some that. nights, like I, I, my first residency was in, in the dome complex. It was, is in the attic of the dome. It was called the attic. Mm-hmm. It, right now, it's a bar called Hide and Seek. Okay, okay. And uh, and back then, it was called the attic. It was like where rock bands played. Okay, we okay. we had a Wednesday night. It was me and a, a local rave promoter who like gave me so many opportunities when I was coming up. He threw the best parties. He threw the best raves, like three, 4,000 people raves. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Regularly brought in the biggest headliners. Nice. They were the first ones to bring DMCs to Halifax. Like, nice. you know what I mean? That they're like real OG underground promoters. Mm. Yes. And, and they always supported me. And I, I even told my man, Tony, this, this week, I was like, bro, I was like, I owe you so much because of what you and Robin. That's did legit, for me. man. Good for you. you know nice. so and the people, to, people need to hear stuff like that. Yeah, good, shout man. out to Tony and shout out to Robin. They, there was a nice. company called Massive Productions. Massive and if you're Productions. if you know, like if you were in Halifax back in the day, you know Massive Productions through the best parties. Yeah. Best club nice. nights, best parties. And then Tony had uh, ended up getting this residency at the attic. And he asked me to come in with him. He's like, I'll play the house music. You play the hip hop. We'll kill it. I was like, mm-hmm. done. done. I'm getting paid every week now. <laughs> yeah. I'm there, bro. Yeah. I mm. can go drop record store money at the record store on Thursdays. I'm <laughs> there. Yeah. Let's go. We're bringing three, four crates each a night. Like, I love it. You know what I mean? People, Split do you night. hear him? He yeah, said he right. was spending money at the record store, uh, buying right. albums, not streaming shit. You know what I mean? He physically like, owned that banger. And and when I got into that club, like I didn't know how to club mix. I was mm. still just all scratching. Yep. You mm. know what I mean? I had a couple of club gigs at that point, and people knew me because of, through the battle circuit shit. Okay, so okay. We had a local uh, battle every year called DJ Olympics, and I was mm. like, oh, shit. I was deep in that at that point. And DMCs had come around a few times before that, so like, I had got my name out there, known as a battle DJ, and like, right. you know, so That's like dope. when when people came to see me, it was hip hop, mm-hmm. hip hop shit. It was scratching, it was juggling, it was tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know how to club mix, like I didn't. But but that opportunity allowed me to learn mm-hmm. how to play in the club. That's right. And learn mm-hmm. to play, not top forty, but mm-hmm. learn to play to the women. You know yes. What I mean? if, the, if the women are coming, the men. The will men come. show up. You know, you know what I mean? So like, everything we did about that club night was just like, it just didn't work for us in the beginning because like we it, they gave us the club, we had nobody coming from like three like three months, so mm-hmm. like. 
but you got to understand that complex is weird because like the downstairs, which is the dome, mm-hmm. um, you, so you can go all intertwined. You can go up to the that, attic, yeah. you can go down to where it used to be called Cheers, yeah. and you can go to the dome, and then there's two other bars that are off the dome. So it's all scattered. So you yeah, it's all, like, yeah. it's all but it's all, it's all, all intertwined. Yeah, it's all connected. connected. So like nothing was working for us. Um, you know, we we have nobody in the club, like like five people a night. We're open to ten to three thirty. Wow. And and then um back in the day they changed the smoking laws. This is when you could smoke in clubs. That's right. So they changed the smoking laws, so you have to have a room in your bar for people to smoke in. So downstairs in the dome, they just made this little like shed type of, you know, little, you know, it was like a little room yeah. that people get smoking. But then they made our bar the room. Get out. Well, so, like people would come up there to smoke and be like, well, fuck, music pretty good up here. Like, okay, we can stay up here for a while. So people started staying because they knew they could just freely smoke and chill. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the music was better. And then they started implementing the, the drink specials. And the the no uh, cover for students, mm-hmm. so like everything started working in our favor. Nice. So like we just went, wow. and to the point where like lineups at nine thirty, and we didn't open till ten. Jesus. You know what I mean? So like we were like for three and a half years, like minus that like three months. Stint, yeah. For three and a half years, we had that club packed to the tents. From nice. nine thirty until three thirty in the morning. Crazy. And it was it, it 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 just instilled so much in me to learn how to club mix, to keep a dance floor, to read a dance floor, mm-hmm. to you know, mm-hmm. but but there was nights like and when we got popping, like we got really like the night got really popular and like Tony, he was already a rock star in the underground scene. Everybody knew him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you were in that scene because yeah. he was just the best promoter so like there would be nights like you know he would be single and like be like yo this this girl's like trying to get me to do stuff with her yeah. blah, blah. so like i would be djing all night, all, <laughs> all night from 10 to 3 30 so i literally have been seasoned to play these marathon sets until 3 30 in the morning mm-hmm. like like from the jump DJing okay. is that people don't understand that you have to understand that you there's an extra especially from where I'm from so like two o'clock is, is last call two thirty two twenty you know music's off mm. if they said I had to play a whole nother hour hour and ten minutes <laughs> they have no idea like to try to keep that hype to yeah. a certain level yeah. it sounds easy but it really isn't so this guy's really like. You have to like make sure that your th- your stuff spread out decently. Right. Yeah. You can't bang everything out at fucking midnight and then yeah. have the end of the night show. Like it's it's spread out. That yeah. I, so DJing for me would be fucking impossible. And drinking, <laughs> well, if it wasn't for those all inclusive <laughs> resorts, <laughs> that was training myself. To, I didn't know it was to show up to Halifax because I remember talking <laughs> to him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, they're open till three thirty. He's like, he's like, really? I'm like. Yeah, that's man. unheard of, man. Yeah. I thought Montreal was bananas with three, and mm-hmm. you guys coming. Yeah. That's, that's, that's but it's not every club. So like 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 Sundays is a bonus for us. So like we're open until three thirty. We don't open until midnight. Oh, so okay. it's open. Okay, okay, but, okay. But 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 that's only on Sunday. Okay, okay. So like Sundays, we already understand like where 
the kids go. Yes. Like, and I say kids. Like, well, right? they are kids to us now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we already understand where people are going. So mm-hmm. they, we already know, like, if we open at 10, we're just trying to compete with that, to try and draw people in. But we already know they're coming to us when those other bars close. That's right. So, like, from that's midnight so until smart. 2, yeah. like, that's just me playing, like, whatever I want to play. That's right. You know what that's, I mean? And, like, if, if people are there that, yo, can you play dance hall? No problem. I so got what? dance hall all night until until the people show up. When the crowd starts yeah. getting there, and then I can play whatever I want to play, mm-hmm. you know that you know that will keep the the party bumping. So, what's and, the like, average club open is open till besides ten to two is usually the yeah. Because I think that on on Sunday, Ben, we were at that other place. Um, actually, it was night one at the of Roxbury the, or something like that. Yeah, yeah one the of Roxbury. Those, the, yeah. the, the, the spot right the across the street uh, is called Boomers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right across like, the street. Like yeah. that's like the hitting one on Sunday. Like, oh, okay, you know, okay. Shout okay. out to Karate Cactus, my man Jo. Okay. Uh, he he got that place on lock, and like that's where just like a lot of people just flock to. Uh, it's open early; they open at like eight or nine. Like, yeah, they had a lineup. We were out, we were yeah. on the patio for for a bit. Yeah, there was a lineup there. Yeah, so like they, you know, and and we know that. So like us to open at ten to try and steal some of that crowd doesn't make any sense. That's like, stupid. So yeah, you know. So we, it's we'll nice to know later. though. It's nice to know because if I'm if I'm because that's exactly what happened to us on that Sunday and we didn't even know that was the deal, Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were at one place till midnight, and then we walked over to this club after. Yep. We that's didn't it. even know that's how it worked, but we we just we just end up doing the, the exact same thing. So that makes yeah. sense. So that like, makes... and, and and there is a couple other bars open on Sundays like that too. Like uh, the Pint is usually a spot. There's Kai Brady's on Spring Garden Road, and then the people that own Kai Brady's just opened another spot called Buck Uglies. Okay. Which is kind of right around the corner from, uh, uh, like Boomers, like so. It's just, okay, okay. It's just up the street and yep. down one street, so it's yep. like okay. it's right there. So, um, but all those clubs they close at two. Right. So like after everything, we're the only spot open on Sunday till three thirty. Wow. So everybody just flocked down to us, and we love that because it's mm. like, you know, we know at two o'clock between one and. Three o'clock, we're gonna get that rush. That's yeah. right. That's right. You know, so that's like, no, that's genius. I like that. Yeah, and it's it's fun. Like I like I do the video mix show shit down there on Sundays, so like I have a lot of fun doing that. Nice. And uh, you know, you just go, offers go. a little something different because not a lot of places do yeah. that. Um, there's a couple spots that do it, but like you know, I like to feel like you know we're bringing a little something different to the table like Ivy, what's that big sports bar that's that's over there the big sports Halifax bar. sports Halifax okay we got to yeah. remember that Caleb yeah. tried to take us there yeah. <laughs> Halifax sports it's kind of based off of uh real sports in Toronto Yeah yeah that's okay. right the real yeah. sports bar with all the TVs and shit yeah. right Yeah it's so, kind of based off of that so, so um that that Halifax sports used to be one of the biggest box clubs in Halifax called the Palace. Oh wow! Palace. Yeah, okay. and, and it was like it okay. legendary. Like uh, nights went down there, uh, <laughs> depending on who you ask. Mm-hmm. Some people will tell you it was the shittiest shit all they ever stepped in. Yeah, we have a right. we had a, we had a couple of ones of the liquor dome and yeah. uh, and the factory yeah. over here. Yeah, we had yeah, a couple. So of those. like uh, you know, but I like I've had legendary nights in there. Yeah, you know, like I I did Red Bull DJ battles in there. And, uh, three style battles and and they used to have this thing every year called the maritime palace spinoff that's what mm. it was and it was like 
the big money battle because like DJ Olympics, which was our local thing, yeah, was like more underground. Didn't have a whole lot of sponsorship or anything. Okay, okay. But like the Maritime DJ Palace battle, like that every year was like money. <laughs> like okay, first That's a place, motivation. First place like twelve hundred bucks. Second place like five hundred bucks. Third place nice. like three hundred bucks. So, like okay, we're going in this. Get some money. And right. we used to go in that shit all the time, and like fucking right. You know, yeah. I, I used to have a saying because I never, I never really DJed at the palace at all. Like all my come up years, like I just never DJed there. I was like, I always said, like I'm never stepping foot in this bar unless I'm making money. I love unless I'm that. coming home with money, I'm not going there. And I used to just go there for the DJ battles, and I'd get third place, second place, and like, and then like. Later in my career, I started getting booked there. So I was like, my 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 you, you track true. record is good. Yes, I'm not. Yeah. Money, I'm money, not going money. to this bar for pleasure. I'm just going in. To get I like the money that, man. Like, nice. but uh, yeah, you know, like, and it was crazy when they were like, "Yeah, we're closing. We're closing." It's funny now. Like, I just got to throw this out. Yeah, man. So we got a DJ that plays for us on Saturdays at the Moose, named DJ Kodak. Uh, he's killing it around town right now. He's playing at Buck Uglies. He's playing at uh at our club like and he's you know he's he's the new guy that got the juice good you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, right. yeah he's the newest like yeah you know he he got the juice and uh his dad used to be a dj oh, that <laughs> that i kind of not grew up with but he was around a lot in my era like when i was on the come up yeah and uh and, and his dad used to play like corporate gigs for like um used to do a lot of weddings. He used to do a lot of radio um, for the for the radio station. So he would do like the the boat parties oh, and yeah. stuff like that. So like you know, but he had this uh, contract with the palace, and he would play every Saturday night. I think it was definitely on Saturdays. He might have had some other nights with them, but Saturday nights. And I don't know how much he get paid, and I'm not speculating on it, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But like. He used to play every Saturday night, and they would have like twelve hundred people through the door at ten dollars a head. Damn! What? Just Damn. off the door, bro. Just off the door. <laughs> well, and he wasn't getting the door. No. You know what I mean? He was getting his flat fee from the the club or whatever. <sighs> but wow. like, that's how much they were making off the door. And this fucking club was packed every Saturday night. Twelve hundred people, guaranteed. Damn! So they were clearing twelve just off the door without oh, even touching liquor sales. Like, that's bananas. You man. know what I mean? And it's just like, man, like to get that every Saturday that's night. That's crazy. Like, oh, it was is wild. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I told I told Cody that like I was yeah. like, you don't yeah. even know. Like you don't even know. You don't even know. So like, You're fucking dead. You're this stuff, and they be making fucking crazy money, like. But like you know, I was just super stoked. Like I, I ended up selling Cody his first set of turntables. Like I, I had a pair that I was getting rid of years ago, yeah. and he, he ended up buying them. And he, he always tells me he's like, dude, he was like, oh, I was freaking man when you told me to come to your house, and you were just like, yeah, just scratch on them, just try them out. He was like, I was sweating so bad, man. <laughs> he's like, you it's don't funny even know, how man. other people like get so nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was just, but I mean, like, he just was, like, fresh into it yeah. at that time, you know what I mean? And didn't know, like, 
like he just knew of me like you know he says like he's like bro you're a legend man you're you're like i just i was going to your house i didn't know what the <laughs> fuck it's like i was sweating walking up to your door and i was just like oh man turning around turning back around <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, man. Like, i need those like, fuck i don't want to go in but oh, yeah, yeah man, what am like, i doing what am i doing <laughs> But yeah, so like salute to, to Cody, man. That's to dope, DJ man. Kodak, um, you know, he's holding it down. And he like just last night, I just checked his Instagram when I woke up this morning, like slay the club every Good, Saturday. good. I love hearing there that. There you man. go. We have yeah. a story about the, the Halifax Sports Pub with uh so we we we, we see you that Friday night on uh, uh, on the um, Canada Day weekend. Yeah. And so I holler at Caleb the next day. I'm like, yo, wanna grab some lunch? He's like, Yeah, he's like, You guys down for some wings? I said, of course, I'm always down for some wings. He's like, I got the best wing place ever. So he's actually like, what was he, like 13 minutes away from our hotel? Yeah, he's uh, over by uh, the Halifax Shopping Center. Yeah, it was super close, right? That's right where I'm at, too. Oh, for real? Okay, okay. So, So, yeah, so we scoop him up, and he gives us the directions. We don't know the fuck we're going. So we park the car, we get there, and we walk to the door. And this is about maybe like 1 p.m., and he opens the door, and it's locked. And he tries the left door, and it's locked. And his face is like not impressed, eh? And he's like, "Yo, what the hell, man?" So he gets on the phone. So I see this big, like, kind of this poster, like, advertising. And I'm trying to find, like, you know, the time on it. And very small. It says they're open at 4 p.m. Right? Oh, like, damn. But but by that point, Caleb's already on the phone calling them. <laughs> and I hear him with this lady. He's like. Hey, um, when are you guys open? And I'm, I'm trying to get his attention. I'm like, oh, he's on the phone anyways. She goes, we'll open at four. And she, he goes, oh, well, I got some friends from out of town and we want wings. Like he's demanding them to open the door. Turn the fryers on. She's like, okay, well, come back at four. Like he, was, he was so disappointed, man. He was like, damn, man. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. That's why he's just trying to give you that Scotian hospitality. Yeah, man. man. He was so like, I'm like, he's on the phone, man. I was like, shit. Other Scotians fucking that up. You know what I mean? Like, we don't like that shit, man. Dude, it was fucking hilarious. We found this other other pub down the street. I don't remember what it was. It was good, though. Food was good. Waitress knew nothing. That's a wonderful story. So you haven't been to Halloween. Was it the pint? It was was the pint. That's what it went at. They got all them different flavored wings and shit at the pint. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pint's all right. But so you haven't been to Halifax Sports yet. No, 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 that's okay. that. We're hitting that up this uh, when I come down. That's we're yeah. definitely going there when you that's, come down. That's all the right, thing I got right. now. Now it's on my list. Uh, and, Caleb hyped it up. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and I will attest they have fire wings. Cool, fire cool. Wings. So, good. So that's, that's what I want to hear. We'll leave, we'll leave, we'll leave Bridgewater at two so we'll get up there around <laughs> yeah, that time, you four, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, after you find parking, what's the hills, bro? The yeah. hills in Halifax. Oh. Worse. I'm a big boy, man. I don't like the hills either. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Them sits fucking murder. So the hills are steep. So, so you know, like to go to two, was it like two blocks up from our hotel? Was that what it was, Bam? One, two blocks up. Two blocks one up. Block, one block down. Okay, so Bam used to get mad because Bam wanted to walk up one block and cut across to take a break. I just want to <laughs> bolt it all the way up and get it done and over to, with. Yeah, get it over with. So, yeah. so he's getting mad at me. He's like, nah, man, cut across. So now we're following Caleb, and Caleb does the same as me. He's blowing by like the blocks, right? And he's he's yelling down there. He's like, oh, he's just like you. He's just like you. He doesn't want to take a break. <laughs> by the time, and the best part is he gets on top of the hill, and the best part, man, I'm sorry. I should have felt bad for you, but I didn't, is when Fuckers. your hat flew off your head, bro. Oh, and it went, went all took it. the way. 
Back down the hill it went. Back down the hill, and he's swearing the whole way down, the whole way up. (laughs) Caleb has no idea why the fuck he's so angry. (laughs) Yeah, the wind traps, man, because it's it's all buildings, right? Yeah, yeah. As soon as you hit, like, the corner of a building, boom, yeah. That wind trap, hang on. But, like, the zigzag thing is, like, it's really a thing. It is a thing. Like, you go up the block, you go down the next, then go go back, yeah. Like that's when you like, find out that electric scooters ain't pushing little girls up the hill, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> she was like, "She was like kick pushing it," and she was like ninety pounds. I'm like, "God damn it, oh, man!" Rough, rough. He warned me. I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna book a hotel." He's like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm gonna book it. I know where we're going. We don't have to walk." <laughs> like he already had it all planned out. He's like, "There's no way that this is happening." Like I was like, "Want to get the cool. good ones? You gotta stay at like the Prince George or like the Cambridge we, Suites." We were down are like right in that oh, okay that okay like the prince george is probably the the smack dab middle one we went that's we were... like one block below is is uh like boomers and like the oh, okay okay and then one block up is like the hellback sports and the and the yeah we were at four points sheraton yeah, so you so, guys were a couple then. We're in the middle, we're in the middle, like a couple blocks from 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 the harbor, and then a, a few blocks up from you guys from the club, yeah. right? So it wasn't too bad, but I mean, when I saw these hills, man, I was like, God, <laughs> damn it! I, I just my mind was like, winter driving's got to be a disaster. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty crazy, but they do take care of downtown like really quick. Kinda. Like and they then, they make sure the snow removal's on point, and then they, they and the really... button the, when the people push the buttons, and they don't even care if a car's coming because the lights oh, are yeah, flashing. They just take a quick quick left and walk across. We almost ran over a few people. Man. Oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. people scary. are very entitled on pedestrian entitlement. Yeah. It's is like big, the big lights happen. on. I haven't even looked if I'm going to get hit yet, but I'm turning. You know, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. it's like you know, like a lot of Scotians will end up as roadkill in Montreal. Oh, max. Facts. <laughs> you know? Montreal's the only place where I saw five cabs in a three lane. <laughs> I'm like, but there's only why are we all here? You know, yeah, my cab driver. Funny. The best story I heard. I'm going to a club, and my pa- cab driver stops and he rolls on the window and he starts yelling at this other cab. And I thought they were friends, and and I, he keeps yelling. You didn't think I was gonna fucking find you? <laughs> he's chasing him, and I'm like, I'm like. Damn man, are we still going to the club? Like, what the hell's going on here? Like, Hello. lost his shit, man. I'm like, oh, That's Montreal's. I, I don't. Know. I love with like, you know what I mean. Kingston's been a, a fun place. Halifax mm. is great. Montreal's great. Um, Toronto's a little much for me. It's a little. Yeah, Toronto little, is. Uh, I got a love hate thing with Toronto. Yeah, it's a little mm. much. The, yeah, the hate comes from getting jumped twice in five minutes when I was seventeen. Okay. Twice in five, like Twice from the same people minutes. at least. Twice no, in five no, minutes. I'm no. trying to see. I was trying to justify that they said, "Hey, he hasn't got <laughs> beat up enough. Let's do this again." So you're no. telling me two got dropped twice, five minutes, Twice different in five people. minutes. Yeah, I was so I'm, I'm 17. The I'm fuck? there with my family. Uh, you know, me and my brother are heavy into skateboarding, mm-hmm. and we, we're like, we got, we're going to this indoor skate park. Like that's all we wanted to do. Okay. Like on a whole thing, like there was this legendary spot. It was called Ramsterdam. 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 Good name. Good name. You know, good name. Amazing name. Right? Yeah. Legendary spot, and we, we, you know, we'd see it in all the concrete powder skateboard magazines, and we just was like, we're going to Toronto. We're going there. We got there. It was like five people there. We got to skate it for like three hours. Loved it. Walked out of there. And these squeegee kids are hanging around outside. This is like to get there, you had to kind of go off young down an alley. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like yeah. a sketchy spot to begin with. So we walked out of there, 
squeegee kids are outside. Kids are like, yeah, give me your skateboard. I'm like, you ain't getting this, bud. There you like, go. You, you ain't getting this. But there you go. Bam, wacky with a squeegee. We were back inside. The guy was like, oh, I'm walking to the corner. We're like, okay, cool. We're at the corner on Young Street. I can see our hotel down Young Street. I can see it. <laughs> like, okay, let's just go. Let's just get back to the hotel and everything will be good. So we go. I'm like, okay, well, I remember when we came out of the hotel, there was this little park across from the things. We go down one road, we dip through the park, and then we're at the hotel. Yeah. Lot. It's like, let's do that. We walk through, walk through the park. Kids in the park drinking. I was like, oh, shit. And, and it was like 20 of them, too, right? I was like, oh, my God. It's like, all right, man. It's like, okay, come on, let's go this way. So we dip in, like, we're in the park, but we can dip out of the park and go in this other alleyway. And then we're at the road right before our, our hotel. So we're walking down this alley, and I hear this guy walking behind us, and he's saying, hey, hey, you know, the third hey, I was, I just looked at my brother, I was like, and run <laughs> so we started running we're running out and it's like literally like quarter of young and like something i can't remember but it's like there was like a little restaurant and they had like the, the patio outside the patios full of people and you know when you walk in through the patios like this little gazebo yeah like yeah, thing, over, like yeah little, that's right little like uh leaves on it and stuff so i'm standing in that and my brother's already made it in my brother's screaming he's crying the guy's like, yeah, you fucked my girlfriend. I was like, I've been here for Ooh. a day with my family. What are, you, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, you oh, fucked fuck my girl. And just smashed me and smashed me in the face. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, Damn. what in the hell? And, like, I just was like, you know, I wasn't crying, but I was very emotional. Of course. And, and I'm like, I'm just going through it. And this, this, and I sat down at a table that nobody was at. My brother's crying. This man comes over to us. He's like, "Hey, like I, I was totally on call for." He's like, "Can I help you?" Like, he whips out some candy. I'm literally looking at the hotel right across from me. I'm like, "My hotel is right there." Yeah. Trying like, to get there. It's like a right video game. I'm trying to get there. Just trying to get there. So like they, you know, they called the hotel. They they asked my name. They were like, "Yo, you have a guest under Pelrine." They got a hold of my parents. My dad came over. He's like, "What's going on?" I'm like. Just get me to the hotel. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, like, that's, that's like, you know, my, my hate for Toronto. Was that I your introduction? It. Was that your introduction to Toronto? I've been, that the... I've been there before, like, okay. when I was, like, 10. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I hadn't been there for a while. Like, I remember going to the X, like, when the Blue Jays played there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Like, that was, like, way back, yeah. right? So, like, that was my first time there. And then, and then that time happened. And uh, we, you know, so like, so did you even think what, I'm being accused of having sex with this girl? Was it good? I, nothing, nothing came out of me. I was a virgin. At <laughs> <laughs> like, hold on, sir. Before I take this punch, let me actually give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that was just like my hate thing for Toronto. And then like, I never wanted to go back there. And then, and I started going there. Like, I think the, the first time after that was... I went up there with uh, Spech K and my homie Deuce, who were uh, class was filming with Eternia and Maestro DL Incognito. Oh yeah, it's a track called Just the Way It Is, mm -hmm. and and I met like like I went up there with Deuce and Special. I was like, okay, I'm I'm safe, like I'm yeah. good, like everything's gonna be all right. 
and we met like scandalous and the whole sars crew toxic empire uh like like just legendary rappers that's a lot different different definitely a different uh experience around this yeah definitely different experience so like you know and then i started going up there with my group universal soul we had a couple gigs up there so i was like okay like i can start to like toronto again but like i could never ever in a million years live there oh my god never never like it's too big it's too big i went I've driven through and I'm like, I'm not paying the toll fucking highways. <laughs> and then 10 minutes later, I say, fuck it. <laughs> Got a $78 bill in the mail. Cause I said, I can't take it anymore. Like oh, you, wow. you go bananas in that oh, city. It's crazy. You I remember going up there one time for a gig and I, I stayed at my homie's house and uh, it was like 40 bucks there, 40 bucks back cab ride. I was like, there's no way. There's no <laughs> way I can survive. Like, it's crazy. You know, taking my gear, uh, you know, two ways, 80 mm-hmm. bucks. And then, you know, if they want to charge you extra for using I know a buddy of mine's like, you should come DJ out here, do the weddings out here. You can make more. I'm like, but everything costs more and the headache's a lot bigger. Yep. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't even find parking for a car. Where are you going to find parking for like a, a trailer or a big truck or I'm unloading mm. shit? Get the hell out of here. And, and I remember one time it was like, uh, it was like a release, like CD release day with class. We were down there. It was like, he had new management at the time. It was like, you know, they were going big, taking us out for dinner and shit. And like Taylor Swift concert, same night. Oh, we, oh. but we were like stuck in traffic in a cab, ten <laughs> lights in a row, not moving anywhere. It's like, Damn! Turn the meter no off. <laughs> way, there's no way in hell I moved to Toronto. It's just too much. Like, it is. It's a. I, it's slightly yeah, too much. I, get out I the wall. love. Fuck it. I love the fact that I can just dip in, enjoy it for a weekend or a week or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm, I'm gone. Like I mm. love that about Toronto. I have some great friends in Toronto and you know, I kudos to them for like loving living up there and shit like that. It just ain't for me. No, it ain't, it for, ain't me for me. I'm, I'm from a small town in Nova Scotia that is at a pace that I absolutely <laughs> like I, I, there's no better place in the world. To it's be just per, built, it's built for you, right? It's, like it's, it's for just, me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, I, you know, like I remember when we were young, like, you know, you could be downtown and just walk home in a half hour. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you didn't even need a cab. You just walk right. home, like, you know. So it's like, it's just like the, it's the perfect size for me. Halifax mm. is the perfect size. The only other city that I, if I ever left Halifax, and I always used to think it was Calgary. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, if I ever leave Halifax, move yeah, to Calgary. Yeah. Got to Calgary, I was like, fuck no, <laughs> fuck no, this place is fucking. Big as shit. There's nothing going on, and you know, I was like, "Fuck this!" But like, over my my numerous tours across the country, like, if I ever left Halifax, I'd go to Kelowna. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. That's what Jesse's cousin cousin's working right now. Kelowna is like a replica of Halifax on the west coast. That's dope. It's got a huge lake. It's it's like in a harbor, but you can swim in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's got the bridge, but it's like. It, and you'll love this. It's all flat. There's no hills. 
<laughs> no, see, see, yeah. see night- oh, it's, no offense, Halifax. It's already an upgrade. Yeah, Halifax. <laughs> but there's no like the nightclub scene out there is fucking great. They got great DJs. They got great fucking rappers out there. Like that's dope. Kelowna's super dope. You know what I mean? Mm. And they got great weed too. They've <laughs> uh, always known BC stuff. Always been known for their shit. Always, always since the day I can nice, remember. Nice, the the nice. first, the first time I ever went to BC was 2006, and uh, uh, my friend Christine Hunter, who uh, runs Shambhala Festival, she used to live in Nova Scotia, but now she lives in BC, and she has since you know 2005, 2006, and uh, on that tour, I was like, Christine, I'm coming. We're gonna be in your city. She was living in Salmon Arm, BC at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like show i was like i'm coming through i need an ounce show me the reason why people say bc has right. the best weed show it to me yeah she okay. dropped that ounce of green crack on me mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 to this day to this day that's the strain it's called green crack oh to this man. day it's one of my top three it's we, crazy. And, and, it is fucking. We smoked a joint of that. It was me, Jay Busy, Classified, Mike Boyd, and we had a tour manager at the time, but he didn't smoke. So me, Class, Mike Boyd, and Jay Busy smoked. We smoked one joint. Class, and Mike passed out immediately. <laughs> done, done. I believe immediately it, afterwards. And then rat. me and Jay Busy sitting there, like, should we smoke another one? I was like, fucking hell yeah, man. <laughs> we smoking. And you know, and, and it just stung me. Like I was like, "This is why the best." Weed oh comes yeah, from BC mm-hmm. man. When mm-hmm. I started so my long. weed dealing career, it was a dude that had BC weed, and he would literally sell it so expensive, but it was so good that you could still make money off so it. So worth it. But I had such a demand that when I kept buying more of him, he actually cut me off because he couldn't get as much <laughs> of it for himself. So I actually fucked myself in the uh. long run. And that's when you start looking for other shit, and that's when you know there's some bogus weed out there. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. Some people deserve is. some slaps and some refunds. I'll tell you that. So some bullshit <laughs> shit out there. I'll tell you that. Ivy, right, man, I'm so happy to have you on, man. I'm happy you reached out. We'd love Thank to have you on more often, sure, man. We're man, definitely going to make sure. this something more frequently for sure, brother, man. Definitely, I appreciate definitely. I appreciate you guys having me, and, and I'm, I'm down to be on whenever you want me to have. Sounds I'm good. Them stories. I'm loving them stories. I, I got one I question got for you, though. Oh, you got a question, days, Bam, Bam? I got stories for days. Hit me. Now, I got one question for you. When are we going to get a DJ Ivy album? Why do you say that, man? It's uh-huh, funny you say uh-huh. That, okay. Yeah, you got, you got my grand. Hit me up. Throw I'm, the track. Throw the track. I'll I'm send you cooking, back at 16. I'm cooking right now, man. I'm cooking right All now. Right. Like, I, I've... I've I've always dabbled in making beats, but I never mm-hmm. felt like a producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If that's, like... I mean... There's, I, you know, you can throw I, I, I producer, dudes, beat maker terms around, whatever. That's yeah, true. I, I, I always say DJs are the best producers, yeah, right? And, and, and dudes uh, go, no, but no, 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 I no That's not why. what he said. You think you're, you're a fucking liar. This is I'm why Ivy. Sometimes, sometimes I'm going to get you a referee shirt for these podcasts. This is no. the shit I got. He never said best. He says every DJ should be a should be able to be a producer. Is what you said. Mm-hmm. You didn't mention best or you said, hey. You know how to mix. You know some sound. You should be a producer. I don't think I can. And other DJ says they couldn't either. I, and I understand word, where you're coming from with what you're, you're saying. The, I you're do, throwing the word I best like, like I'm supposed to like well, beat out the guy that produces that never DJed before. A, a, a <laughs> lot of people out there, if you line up people, people are going to say a DJ are the best to be a producer. Because for one, you hear 
the sounds. It's you hear the beats. You, you, you get what I'm saying? You hear stuff that a lot of other people don't hear. You get what yeah. I'm saying? So that puts you in a place where you will be much more creative. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once you start dabbling in it's it. It's a yes and no because there could be a guy that can produce that can't fucking DJ neither. You don't, we, it's a yes or no. It's, mm. it's, some guys can do both, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. You know, and it, it's just been like a, a weird lane for me. Like I, I've, I've always wanted to make beats. Like I had an MPC, sold that, got a machine, a Native Instruments machine, made mm. more beats in six weeks on a machine that I made in six years on an MPC. Yeah. Uh, you know, use that for years. Now I'm on to Serato studio, which is like just mind blowing to me. Like, it's amazing. Like, mm. and, and uh, you know, I've got a little, little keyboard, uh, beat machine for that. Um, but it's like beat making for me was always like something I dabbled in. Cause I, I've been like a, like a studio, engineer for years like i've been mm. you know i mean I, I i ran my home studio for like probably let's see since 2004 or five to like mm. 2013 i had wow. in my house okay. and then when we when i moved from there we lost that location and then i opened up another studio with a couple of guys um cory larue from neon dreams and another producer and we started studio there and then we moved from there to another spot uh and then we had like kin crew and my man kid uh but like and uh, another great producer by the name of Craymac, who's like heavy in the trap world mm -hmm. uh, you know he's, he lives in montreal now and he's uh, you know he's he's been making bangers but uh you know like i was always engineering shit like I was always this the guy recording. Yeah, yeah, um, which is super important. Fuck. Fucking recorded every fucking rapper in the city, man. I swear to God, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at, at that time, like from that point to that point, like, like I, uh, like you know, what I mean, like we recorded Quake's first album at mm -hmm. my first studio, like Jay Brew's um, album, Ghetto Child, like all like have gone on to win awards and shit like that right. off those those albums, like I. You know, just Universal Soul shit, like Chevy Price, like yeah. everybody, everybody from down here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've always been recording them, and uh, you know, like in 2018, I lost the studio, and I haven't had a studio mm -hmm. since then. So, I, like, it's just been like me going bare bones back to my house, in home studio, but like very minimal. That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, very, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have the big setups like I had in all That's these other right. places. Right. So now I have a minimal setup and I'm learning to like make that work the best for me. Right, right. So like I've I've been falling back in love with making beats again. Yeah. Nice. And, nice. and now I'm on like I'm I'm on a thing where I'm like, okay, like I really think I'm gonna put out a project this year. I think I'd be dope as fuck. So like you, you know, go. like I, I've got a lot of connections that I can pull on. Why not, right? Uh, yeah. And, and and you know, like uh, some surprise ones too that like a lot of people wouldn't see coming. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa, like I think you should do it, man. And, and so like that's where I'm at right now. So like I, I'm and and let's reel it back to like the old school days where you know you put out a bunch of material as an album like i don't know if that's where i want to go yet hmm. like i think like i'm i'm torn between like putting out a body of work or just dropping a single every month i i you know i, what I mean? couldn't drop, agree with you more drop a single every month promote the fuck out of it 
I think I think it's a bit of both. I think it's a bit of both, man. I think you you promote a project, but in the promotion of the project, you're letting everyone know you're dropping a single every month. Yeah, and mm. I, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm still in the cooking phase. You know, what yeah. I mean? Where I'm still in like if 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 we're talking serving you a a dish. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the the pre- the meal prep yeah, yeah. stage of that right now. Mm-hmm. Where like, I got a few bangers compiled. I I know who I want on my beats. Um, mm-hmm. I've reached out to some people that are already interested. I've sent them a few uh, skeletons. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, skeleton beats. We're like, you know, let me spice this up a bit. I'm gonna fix it up. I know right, you. Right. I know you could kill this. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm at right now. But I'm that's definitely dope. like I, I've put out like one or two songs in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like what, like that, are like my own. Like, yeah. There's one's called "It's the Summertime" with uh, Miracle, Quake, Matthews, uh, Tactician, and RS Smooth, mm-hmm. and that was us like. Like if you're from around here, that's everybody's fucking summer anthem. I see what you're saying. Okay, everybody's okay, okay. anthem. Like, okay, if people still go on about that song that like, and we put it out like fucking ten years ago. Wow, you, you know go. what I mean? Like, and, and, and people are just like, man, I fucking love this song. And when I hear that song, I know the summer's right around the corner. Like, ah. people bump it at barbecue. It's a feeling. We always yeah, talk. They, it's a feeling. I love they that. They bump it at the beach and shit. So like, you know, it was like that. And then I did some work with my group, Universal Soul, where I, I. I Produce like four or five songs on an album we put out, but I never really released anything as me. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, never, yeah. I don't, I don't have an album under my belt. I don't have multiple releases under my belt. Mm. Um, I don't even have like edit packs or remixes or anything like that, which is also something mm. else that I'm getting into mm-hmm. um, because there's so many, you know, dope remix DJs producers out there. Shout out to Nick Bike. Um, he just came in as uh, DJ City's like top remixer this year. Nice, He's from nice, PEI. Nice. Um, crazy story. Nick Bike opened up for us uh, when we played at UPEI one time, mm-hmm. and we're sitting in the back room. We're like, man, like, who the fuck is this guy, man? He's playing <laughs> the fucking bangers. Like, yeah. this is great. And we went out, we, and I checked him out, and I was like, sat side stage and watched him play, and it was. Just, guy's great and like literally it was like the only time class ever said like it's fucking good that we got a fuck good dj opening up for us like other than you you know it's fucking dope and like you know nick went on to be like if you don't know a nick bike remix like you're fucking doing yourself an injustice man like mm-hmm. this man has the best remixes bro like so good so shout out to nick bike man salute to you man killing that shit so happy to see you getting your flowers and and that's uh, dope man you know he's playing all around he's he's like he's a regular on sway in in the morning like he goes down to sway and plays like he's on like he's guested on serato like on their shit like yeah man he's a big deal he lives in vancouver um but yeah, so like I, I, I'm, I'm, I want to jump in my edit, uh, bag too, as well as. Oh, as there you go. It. We waiting for that, man. Yeah, we waiting so, for that. Oh, so like you know, what I mean, you can hold that to me because 2023. I, it's got to be a big year I'm, for I'm all of us. Tough out, man, for sure. Mm, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, COVID's over. It's time to work. We yeah, had fun on, in 2022. On, now it's time to put the grind in. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? So we're back to normal, no COVID shit. You yeah. know what there I mean? You like, there you go. I wipe my ass of- with your masks <laughs> now. You know, for real. <laughs> Even though I still got a box of them, just in case. You know, yeah, he's ahead of the game. He's on the next curve. <laughs> Guys, man, we had such a good time today, man. Yes, I appreciate yes, yes. your time. Yes, Ivy, man. we're definitely going to talk again about some new topics and what we want to shoot the shit about, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll go on from there. We'll but I'm definitely gonna, for you I'll be definitely seeing you both at the end of the month, though, guys. Yes. yes. All right, Bryce. All right. Yes, all right. Yeah. All right.